Regular fans. Hi, my name is Brian Anthony Davis, and welcome to another edition of Pittsburgh Steelers Fact or Fiction. Your Pittsburgh Steelers are not 1-0. They are not 4-5. They are not even 8-0. The Pittsburgh Steelers are 9-0 for the first time in their esteemed history, and we're going to see if that train can keep a rolling this weekend in Duval County. Yes, it's Jacksonville week, my friends. Week 11 is upon us. We're getting ready for Thanksgiving. That's coming up. The Steelers will play again only four days after that, but you cannot look ahead to the Baltimore Ravens. You've got to think about Jacksonville, and this is the week to do so. But you know, there's always so much to talk about when we're talking about your Pittsburgh Steelers, especially this week. You know, they were down the week before. They were down to Dallas. They almost lost to Dallas, a 2-6 and six team at the time. But they wiped off the sweat, they came back, and they won that game. The very next week, there could have been a letdown against a great rookie in Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, and there was not. They actually won in more dominating of a fashion by the score of 36-10. to 10. So that is absolutely fantastic news. This team keeps on going. There is a possibility of a letdown, and we will talk about that against Jacksonville. But let's go ahead and take a look and take a listen to some very bold statements regarding the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we will go ahead and label them as fact or as fiction. Here we go. Should the Steelers go 16-0, it doesn't guarantee a Super Bowl title. Fact. That is an absolute fact, my friends. Only one NFL franchise in the Super Bowl era has finished a NFL regular season with a perfect regular season record and have gone on to win the big game. Of course, that was the famed 1972 Miami Dolphins who went 14-0 and finished at 17-0 ultimately. And yes, they have never let you forget that. The New England Patriots of 2007 came very close by going 8-0 but they lost perfection in their final contest against the New York football giants. The aforementioned Dolphins are the only team to win their first 14 games to pick up the sticky Lombardi. Two 13-0 teams, the 2009 New Orleans Saints and the Chicago Bears of 1985, went on to win the title. But with that being said, so many other teams that have finished above that have not won the title whatsoever. So it seems if you could win 14 games or 13 games to start your NFL season, you've got that possibility. If you win above that, you have never won a title. So the Pittsburgh Steelers do not have to go 16-0, and but they still have to stay really sharp because they have the Kansas City Chiefs right behind them. It's where you finish later. Factor fiction number two. The Steelers absolutely have to get the running game going or they will not succeed in the playoffs. Fiction. Yeah, I said it. Fiction. Look, I'm going to get some flack for this. I know it. But I don't think the establishment of a running game is that paramount to the Steelers. It's important. But can they win without it? Yes. Their line is built more to protect the quarterback and thwart the advances of oncoming pass rushers. It's true. 
They can run the ball, and they did it very well the first quarter of the season. But the black and gold are realizing a lot of success on high-percentage short passes. The bubble screens are working, and guys like Juju Smith-Schuster, Ray-Ray McLeod, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, and James Washington are moving the chain successfully. It's not that you have bad running backs, because James Conner, Anthony McFarlane Jr., and Benny Snell Jr. have done admirable jobs this season, especially Connor. But the holes are not opening for them right now. We talked about the concept of the bubble screen that Todd Haley was vilified for when he called the short game as an offensive coordinator. This is not a typical Steelers offense this year. They have the speed to make this work, and it will eventually open up opportunities when they do call a running plan If defenses do find a way to defend this method, then they can switch back and get more to the ground. But the bottom line remains that this offensive game plan is legit. As Hammer would say, too legit, too legit to quit. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter how the meals are prepared. It's just how good they taste, right? Factor of fiction number three. You can't count on a Mike Hilton return until you see him on the field of play. Fact. I love the play of Mike Hilton. I really do. He is an unsung hero on the Steelers' defense. I also miss number 28's excellence against the run and the pass. The undrafted free agent out of Ole Miss is one of the most underrated players to wear the black and gold this year. In fact, he's nearly irreplaceable on that defense. But Hilton has declared that he has been ready to return to the gridiron and play often this season while being injured, only to suffer a setback or two. The Steelers have been getting decent production from Cam Sutton. In fact, number 20 has played great, but they need Hilton back. This week, Mike has put on social media that he is back again. He's put everybody on notice that he's going to be playing against Jacksonville. But his shoulder injury has taken time to heal, and he could be deemed not ready to play once again, disappointing many. I'll wait until I see Hilton in action, until I'm comfortable And I still might not be completely comfortable. Fact or fiction number four. The Steelers will play down to Jacksonville on Sunday. We got to go fiction on this one. In past seasons, the Steelers have been known to struggle against teams that they were favored to beat handily. Games against Tampa back in 2014. Remember the Jets. Chicago Bears in 2017 and many more have resulted in losses in the past because the Steelers did not play an A game against a D-plus opponent. Just a few weeks ago, the Steelers almost lost to a two-win Dallas team. So as much as I would say they wouldn't play down, they did. But they had just come off an emotional win against a tough Baltimore team. And a lot of people say the best teams are the teams that play the Steelers right after they play Baltimore. I'm a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, too. I remember times that they played the Philadelphia Flyers in a seven-game series. They beat the Flyers, but were so beat up afterwards. That is the equivalent of playing the Baltimore Ravens, and that's what happens when you play them afterwards. You can think about this. In a few weeks, after the Steelers play Baltimore, win or lose, it's going to be a tougher game than you would think against the Washington football team because they are the very next opponent. Also, in that Dallas game, the Steelers had little time to prepare for Garrett Gilbert at the quarterback position. But look, they're professionals. They should beat this team. 
The Cowboys had so much pride invested in that particular game after listening and reading everybody predicting on how bad they were going to lose to Pittsburgh. Look, Mike Tomlin said it best. He said that the Steelers are going to get everybody's best because they are undefeated. Everybody wants to knock the king from the mountaintop. I get it. I still believe that the maturity of this team is at a higher level and the Steelers can overcome adversity better than it did just a season or two ago. The Jags historically give the Steelers fits and will do so again this weekend, but the 2020 Steelers don't care about point spreads or style. They are more concerned about wins, and that's how I feel about this special Pittsburgh Steelers team going up against a one-win Jacksonville team. Factor fiction number five. Where the Steelers sit in power rankings is irrelevant. Fact. Power rankings don't mean a thing. At the end of the day, it's who is hoisting that sticky Lombardi during a confetti snowstorm in Tampa in the month of February. While ESPN, CBS Sports, and NBC Sports rank the Men of Steel at the very top of their respective power rankings, the Sporting News and NFL.com are listing the Kansas City Chiefs at the top. Just a few minutes ago, I mentioned how teams are gunning for the top team. Steelers really don't care, though, where they are ranked. Actually, ranking them out of the top spot provides Ben Roethlisberger, Cam Hayward, and their co-workers with a nice-sized chip of disrespect setting square on their shoulder pads. The recognition of being the best now is nice, but it's where history ranks you for 2020 that matters most. Are these statements valid? We will soon see. What matters most are your opinions on this matter. Please state them in the comments below or on our social media. For Fact or Fiction, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. We're BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And remember, friends, that's a fact chat.